There we go. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Offloaders. This... How are we, my little angels? Hello, little babies. Fuck, that's... I missed you guys. <laughs> yeah, that was a bit fucking disgusting. <laughs> Hate that. Apologies, everyone. <laughs> Hated that moment. Jesus Christ. Fucking be dead. god um how are we all i low-key like love doing this it's become like a really happy part of like my like weekly endeavor same i love it like literally such a little highlight it's also so nice just chatting to you we um facetimed just before um to try and organize what time we were gonna you know record this and Uh um isaac was like yep like I just have, like, something for work. Like, I'm going to go off to this concert. And Isaac, Baby, no. <laughs> tell us how it Baby, went, love. No. We had a plan See, and it went is, out the window. We had a plan and it went out the fucking window. And you know what? <laughs> it's not even my fault. You know whose fault it is? Metro New York. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> I'll be calling out the New York train system because it's absolutely fucking ridiculous. I'm literally boycotting it, except I can't boycott it because it's literally the only way around town. Like, but quite unfortunate. I literally, so I have, I was on the phone to Hattie and I was having like a, like a little, just like a drinky. We're having a little chatty. As you were there, Hattie, you knew this was happening. It was all chill. And was I not very prepared? Like I was like. You actually were. I I would say for one of, like you were quite work orientated, like focused vibes. Mm -hmm. It was like, yep, like I'm going to do this. Having one drink, coming back at a hot, like bedtime of 9.30 and we'll record Mm -hmm. And I was like, easy, I'll talk to you in, like, three hours. Literally. And I was like, don't even worry about it. Like, literally bedtime by, like, 11. Um, It's 1.20 a.m. And I have one fucking reason as to why it's this late. The fucking... Oh, my God, I'm actually going to get really violent. I'm actually going to get really upset. (laughs) I... The training was fine. The training was good. I... If everyone is, like... Oh, I was going to say if everyone's seen my story, but, like, I don't think that, like, anyone fucking, like, is bothered. But, like, if anyone saw my story, I went to Halsey for work, which was actually really cool. She was a great performer. It was such a moment. Um, She, like, oh, I didn't even tell you that. She took, like, a top off halfway through and she was just, like, full-on rocking the bra and, like, living Whoa. her best life as, like, a rock star on stage. Like, gave Miley energy. Yeah, that's, and like, really fun. It was really cool because I... I don't listen to Halsey. I'm not, like, too, you know, I'm not too big of a... F- I'm, like, I'm, I, I love her, like, whatever. love that she's, a create, like, a creative girly, but I don't listen to her that much, so I wasn't really expecting much. But yeah. she was so cool, like, had a great stage presence. It did feel, though, I will say, like... The VIP section gives me Hunger Games energy. I fucking, like, I can't. Like watching from, like, the top or something. It gives Squid Games because they're all, like, you see yeah. the commoners all, like, sweating to death <laughs> in the mosh and then you're up here with the air con, <laughs> you're drinking a glass. Like watching like, the drinking, masses. Watching the masses, like, fight, like, literally fight tooth and nail for a spot at the front of the line and you're just up here with maybe 20 other people just watching it from the mezzanine. It was, like... It was too much. I was like, I actually am really feeling like I'm in some dystopian, like, situation right now. But obviously, like, it's such a blessing to be able able to go versus, you know, 
being in like a fucking really cool section, but it was just still, I was like, this is like Hunger Games level. Like, this is really fucking scary. But anyways, that all finished. And so I got on the train, got on the train home and my maps told me, take the C train. So I fucking did. I fucking did. On the map after <laughs> so I got that. on as you would. <laughs> so I did. And this is the thing. This is what's not funny about it. This is what's actually going to upset me is my phone was on 4%. And so I took screenshots of all of the, you know, travel that I was going to be doing. And I was like, okay, I'll put my phone on airplane mode and I'm going and I'm like, watch. And I've like noticed that there's been a couple of stops and I'm like, okay, well, wait, also, just before this, Isaac literally messaged me, messages oh me God, and goes, yeah. we're on, we're on for 1 p.m. like my time. And he was like, yep, like I'll talk to you soon. That's like, you know, an hour away. So I was like, okay, perfect. Um, and literally it gets to one. He <laughs> hasn't been active for an one. hour. I was like, okay, call him, nothing. One <laughs> thirty, nothing. I'm going, okay. He hasn't gone home and like gone to bed. He hasn't like forgotten at, that we're doing this. Mm. Something has to be wrong. Or like his phone's mm. died, but why is it taking so long for him to get home? So I was like mm. kind of worried for you vibes. Yeah. Well, like this is the thing though, is literally this, it was like, it was like God was like having like a little giggle. He like, swear to God, like the thing, the gates closed to the thing that, and I was like, wait, this is not the right spot. And then quite literally two seconds later over the intercom, they go, and now we are on like an express ride to Harlem. <coughs> and I went, oh, are we? Oh. Okay. <laughs> I was like, Harlem, that's really funny. It seems as that's the complete opposite direction to Brooklyn. And I literally have to be home in the next 15 minutes. And my phone is on 3%. And this express line is going for 40 minutes. Oh, not like the waiting on the train. Like, literally, you can't get out. You're just sitting there knowing you're going in the wrong direction. Knowing I was going in the wrong direction. But you actually just have to, like, sit there and experience it for a full 40 minutes. Like, oh, okay, getting further and further away from where I need to be. Awesome. Literally. And this is the th- another thing is like when I finally did get to Harlem, I've never been. Like it's so different to yeah. Lower East Side and Brooklyn that like I'm looking around and it literally looks like another country. Like it's so <laughs> different. And I'm standing there and I'm just thinking to myself, oh my God, if I get shanked, please, for the love of God, Hattie, please call the, like, she's got to know. <laughs> she knows we're doing this podcast. Like she has no. to alert the authorities. Like I just kept thinking, please, well, like, can like- she... I was essentially the last person you had spoken to and I literally put you on my, um, find my friends, but I've realised that probably because you got a new SIM card or whatever, I don't have that information, no location found. So I was like, oh, like quite literally, I might have to start calling the NYPD. Like, no, literally, I, I was like, I hope she does. I literally was thinking, like, if I if I do not come back in the next three hours, like, this bitch better, <laughs> she better like, pull through. NYPD. Come on. She better pull through for me because seriously, I cannot. But that's basically it. Then I had to take three different train lines to finally get back to the J line, which then finally got me home. But just, guys, I literally... Oh my god, I literally feel like crying. Like subway system in America is like so like it's so intense, like, like very overwhelming. There is, there is a line. I'm not joking. There is a line. There's an A line, B line, all the way through to a Z line, and then they've got Z one, Z two, Z three. Like it is ridiculous. Like a maze. Literally. It is literally a labyrinth underneath the walls. And, like, I actually am, like, very conspiracy theorist as, like, how the, how did they do this? Like, this is very insane to me. Like, this is, like, an underground world moment. And I don't understand how they've done it. <laughs> 
But that's my little like fucking update on the subway. Sorry about the tangent, guys. I really have no. To talk about like that I cause... felt like I should have given you, you know, the platform to have a bit of a vent about that because yeah, I needed to vent. You seem stressed. You been going though. Yeah, no, I've been good. Like honestly, nothing really fun to report. Like just went through another week of work. So yeah, but I will say my fitness journey a hundred percent starting <gasps> Monday. I will be at Fitstop. I swear. I swear to God I will be. And I'm saying it now. I'm promising mm, 50 people um, that I will be my training girl. The way I'm literally in tears is because my favourite thing is like at the start of this entire <laughs> podcast journey, you literally turn around and you go, I'm on my health shit. Like, you'll see. <laughs> It's been postponed, okay? It's been postponed and it's happening now. So that's like, I'm just going to keep myself accountable on this. Hopefully I can start like giving you you guys gym tips. (laughs) Gym tips from Hattie Backstrom. No, but like I I just want to feel fit and strong. Like honestly, it's such a Mm. nice feeling and I've been there before so I know I can do it. Um so yeah yeah exactly that's, that's the best part about it it's like you've been there you know what it takes like girlie you can do it i can do it bitch i know i can <laughs> you know you can um well also we forgot to did we tell them who the fuck's on today i mean i know no, it's in, like, i was just about to say notes, we but... should start we should introduce what our episode is about today and who we are bringing on we are bringing on the one the only May Porefi. Oh my god, I so just butchered her last name. She's <laughs> gonna kill me. She's actually gonna take my head. She's actually going to literally take my head. Um, she is one of my my close friends. I love her very much. She is the creative director and the owner of Hysteria Studios, and so we're just gonna have her on and ask her all things business, all things girl boss related, and really get into. The mind of May. I mean, this is like going to be like a little moment. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm really keen. It will be like a really fun conversation. I also haven't really mm. like gotten to ever have a solid chat with May ever. Like I'll see her out. So I'm very excited mm. to sit down with her. So It'll yeah, because really she's coming over to my well. house. So, you know, very fun. But yeah, this is another thing. I'm not sure how it's going to go with me being like talking to two people well, I'm in, like, a completely different fucking scenario, but I think it'll be fine. It'll be so good. Yeah, no, I'm not stressed at all. I'm actually really excited. Yeah, so, but yeah. she's going to give us a little bit of an insight to her world. I'm also just really excited to ask her some more personal questions. Like, she's yeah. expressed to me that, you know, she's all, she's done a couple of interviews that are very much business-oriented, so it'll be fun to just, you know, get to know a fun little bubbly cool side to the one the only like absolute girl boss as well so you know such I'm, a girl boss girl i'm very intrigued because i have no idea how she's even started like a small business and i don't then, either god fucking yeah knows. so yeah well without further ado should we just we'll start? take a break and then we'll yeah i need to go pee but <laughs> can we take a break and then we'll come back and do the interview yep okay Okay. Do your thing, Tom. Do your thing. All right. Okay, we'll see you in a little bit. See you soon. (laughs) 
Okay, we're back here with the gorgeous May, who's sitting with me. Hey. <laughs> Hi, girly. How are you, my little darling, precious snorkel lady? I am yes. beautiful. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. See, this is the thing. You know what's fucking weird about this is me and, like, May and I actually keep up actually a lot more than a lot of my friends. Like, I call May because she's always up. <laughs> I call her all the time. I'm a morning person, that's why. I love mornings. Yeah, exactly. Oh, You're yeah. such a morning person. So the crossover and works like well. The crossover for it. And because, May, you can attest to this. Like, I've been like up your ass phone call wise. Like, we yeah. have been FaceTiming to the end. Yeah, I was like, what's just wrong? Always up. I was like, what's wrong with Isaac? Like, <laughs> something like men- is mentally happening over there. Like, he's never appreciated me this much. <laughs> every time I talk to no, anyone in Brisbane, so I'm like, yeah, like, literally, I'm like, um, is he okay? Like, um, something's wrong. The fact that I have to, like, be mentally, like, unwell to, like, reach out to you is, like, because <laughs> that is the truth, because you know how bad I am with replying, but still. Fuck it out. Anyways, how are we, my little ladies in Brizzy? We are good. Um, Gorgy. Yeah. Well, I'm so excited to get this interview, like, going. I mean, if you guys don't know who May is, she is the creative director and the owner and the starter and the queen of Hysteria, a brand that I'm sure you guys have all seen in Brisbane. It's a pretty big fucking deal. Yeah, girl. <laughs> um, it's a brand that is, like, definitely started this, like, kind of, like, I don't know. I've like I feel like with reflective especially, like had this really insane like everyone was asking me what the fuck I was doing with like, yeah. you know, hysteria. And now it's taken on this really cool streetwear like situation where it's going in this really cool direction. But I feel like you kind of pioneered that for like your age bracket and in Brisbane especially, which is so fucking sick. Oh, it's awesome. And also like I feel like it's gone semi global as well, would you yeah. say? Semi global. Oh. Semi-global girl. Like a semi-global queen. Yeah, I definitely, like, um, at the peak of it, like, during COVID and, like, a bit after that, was sending orders, like, overseas. But slowed down because I've also slowed down. But it's been, like, pretty, ste- like, steady going, to be honest. Like, yeah. Consistency. That's yeah. awesome. Exactly. No, literally, when I was, I actually, like, remember this. I was at a Mac DeMarco concert in Dublin and I saw someone wearing your Hysteria t-shirt. And that's I actually... Crazy. How weird is that? And I was like, oh my God. And then I went up to them and was like, are you friends with May? And then he goes, what? And I was like, your shirt. And he's like, oh, no. And I was like, it's oh, kind of, It's okay. kind of weird. You like assume that you'd know me, but like, it's only because you, you guys know me. Yeah. Whereas no one else does. Like, I know. But I was like, oh, go Queenie. Like, yeah. look at that. It's out here in Dublin. Yeah. yeah. I think that is a good point, though, because I feel like you especially may, like, I guess across platforms, it's very different as well. I feel like with TikTok, I can very much see that it's you. Mm. But then on Instagram, when it comes to the marketing on Instagram, like, I would not be able to tell. Yeah. Because you're not, like, with the Hysteria brand on TikTok, like TikTok is, it's very personable. It's about the person, getting to know the people behind the brand. But with the Instagram, it's very much, you know, showing, like, I guess, like, the highlight reel of life. But I, like, do you find that it's, like, difficult to navigate, like, what to put on TikTok versus what to put on Instagram or with that kind of stuff? Yeah, because I, like, think that my Instagram people would be confused if, like, I got on, like, Instagram and was, like, talking at the camera and stuff, whereas TikTok, I'm a lot more, like, I'm just going to say how I feel at the time and, like, reply to anyone at that given moment about, like, something that 
like if they're asking you a question, I'll reply to it and talk. But that's how you get like engagement over there. Yeah. But not as much on Instagram. People are going to be like, um, what is she on? Like, is she all right? <laughs> um, if I'm just talking at a camera. Um, yeah, it is. It is definitely different. Yeah. Yeah. Different audiences. <clears throat> but I love that difference. So I think that really like helps tie the customer like back into feeling like they're a part of the brand or TikTok. It definitely cultivates that audience. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I definitely share a bit of my story on the Instagram, but it's not as heavy as TikTok, I'd say. Yeah. And it's also, I feel like for, you know, to get a reply from the actual like owner on TikTok about like a concern you have or just like a question, it makes you, yeah, like trust in the brain more and it's so much Mm. more personal. So I feel like that's a really good kind of contrast to have. Mm. Yeah. So I guess we could like really start like the full-on interview with like I'd love to hear I love an origin story and I'd love to hear like a, a little little origin story moment I mean I, I think a lot of people have definitely clicked on and know kind of where you started but I would love to hear from your perspective like how hysteria came to be um well I was actually thinking like what made me start this entire thing and it was a moment at uni I was like really unhappy with where I was at and I went into a class and was just really like depressed with like just uni. uni anyway, yeah. And then I, Same, the teacher of like one of my units was kind of like to me, like, do you even want to be here? And I was like, no, <laughs> I don't. Honestly, now that you've asked, I actually don't want to. <laughs> I was like, fuck. Yeah, no, sorry. Um, and then I kind of walked out of there and straight away I was like, okay, what, what do I have? And I, like my dad knew someone who was a pattern te- like a pattern maker for you know fashion and so I called her up and I just said I want lessons in how to make clothes for me like that's it I just want to do it for so me. So did you not know how to make clothes originally? No I still don't know <laughs> I'm like, I was just like I was <laughs> just I think I, wanted, I think I just wanted to learn something you know yeah um mm-hmm. and I always have loved clothes um yeah so such I, a life skill as well it felt like, like a natural direction if you've already loved clothes to then go down that way I guess. Yeah. yeah well I have this like I don't know I don't wear stylish clothes every day but I have an eye definitely for what I like and yeah. I was like you know what I'm just gonna like make my own stuff for me so then I started doing classes with her and like as it eventuated I made my clothes for Splendor in 2018 20, oh, 20, 18 yeah yeah it was 2018 because i remember the flex mommy moment oh yeah that I was, was like, dad yeah that was crazy um so yeah went to splendor in 2018 everyone's kind of like oh wow you are like kind of good at something <laughs> and i was like <laughs> it's like are you shocked like no, literally my my best friend like luca <laughs> she looked at me in one of my outfits and she was like that's like really good uh I'm a bit confused and I was like thanks thanks like I made this myself um and she was like oh yeah okay and like I was like screw you anyway um, I was like okay bitch yeah and she was like well can you make me stuff and it kind of like a few other people asked and I was like you know what I've always loved I I don't know I've always had I've always wanted to start a business and I was like yeah I I can do this I really yeah. can. But it wasn't just like an overnight decision. It took a lot of thinking and a lot of work um, before. Yeah. And so was it, yeah, so it wasn't originally like I'm going to like learn how to make clothes to start a business. It's sort no. of like eventuated into that. Yeah, it was a passion and it eventuated into a, like yeah. a business opportunity really. That's awesome. And I feel like it's such a good way to start by making clothes for your friends because it's like not this like huge pressure of like a customer kind of thing. It's like mm. your mates and it's fun. Yeah. 
yeah definitely was fun um for the like the time it was it was it was it was super fun making everyone's clothes for festivals and yeah you know, working with like my friends to like create that it was yeah heaps of fun that's awesome and so then how did you sort of like eventuate into it becoming like a professional thing like how do you even know where to start of like okay yeah now um, it's a business my pattern teacher got me to do a small business cert at TAFE um and it was yeah it was a few weeks long but I did that I learned stuff I guess but really you just need to like get an ABN start a website and um kind of like you kind of set from there like start to like track all your expenses you start to like write down everything you're doing your yeah. branding and everything like that so it you know and then Google's your best friend too so yeah I just looked it all up on the internet everything's there so mm. that's awesome just like learning as you go mm. yeah mm. that's that. the best part about it though it's such a self-made like story though and it's so exciting I like feel like you especially have had such a clear direction like with where you want the brand to go even though you doubt yourself at times like especially mm. though like at the start you had such a clear vision mm. and you've now got a really clear vision it's just about like you know the fact that you I guess there are some things you can learn in a TAFE thing but like you said it's just like doing it like it's yeah. just putting yeah. the work in and just trying trial and error like just yeah. doing it you're guessing me up <laughs> <laughs> well you are I don't do you, like no, you remember when so we first met yeah like you like she had this whole like we met for like coffee and like whatever at Bellissimo because I was going to do like some work or whatever and this oh, was the Bellissimo like, days start start mm. yeah the Bellissimo days still miss her still mm. but, miss her um, we like met up there and you just had like this notebook full of like just everything down to like the designs you wanted to do mm-hmm. like with the fabrics with like the with um like pieces of like inspo and you were just like so direct about like what you wanted and like where the brand you could see the brand going mm, yeah I it was definitely, really crazy yeah it was definitely like I have a vision and it's so hard because I have like this even though I'm doing a communications course I have such a problem with communicating to people what my <laughs> ideas are yeah. and every time someone says to me oh like you don't like no you don't have a vision you know whatever I'm like no but I do but I don't know how to say it yeah but I think that I was actually way better at communicating myself before I started this because then I am now. I'm like, um, can you just, like, understand how like, I'm feeling and, like, do what's in my like, brain? Like, get on board, bitch. Yeah, like, so, yeah. No, I definitely was way more organised. But, I mean, it's where we are. Yeah. Exciting, <laughs> yeah. though. I love it. Yeah. So exciting. I just think it's so impressive, like, the self sort of discipline and drive to mm. keep going. And, like, you know, when you have fallbacks or, like, you get confused about things in, or you don't know which direction to keep going in. It's like mm. to be able to just continue to grow to where you're at now is yeah. so impressive. Well, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't like the easiest road either. Like I think people throughout my life have come in at like the perfect time for something. And even if they're still in my life or they're not, they were kind of there for a reason. And, you know, even the good and bad experiences like it hasn't just been me like there have yeah. been so many people along the way who have come and chipped in and like done their bit and they'll leave for a bit and then they'll come back and you know it's just like really weird how things happen so I can't like say it wasn't all me you know yeah. I have, I've had I've had help from people that have helped me get there you know that's awesome as well like 
the people that like raise their hand and stuff and the different opportunities that come you're like oh my god okay let's roll with this let's keep it going sure yeah well there are like I don't like asking for help but I think like I I don't know I give back a lot in the creative community and when people same when, when, when people come back and like offer to me I'm like you know what I'm just going to accept it now mm. because I can't do it by myself. Yeah. That's so sick. Yeah. What do That's you, so much fun. Do you have, like, any, uh, I guess, like, I mean, we're very much, like, talking about, like, the early starts and, like, now the end, but do you have any, like, in the middle, like, highlights, I guess, from, like, your journey so far? Like, has there been anything that's, like, stood out to you? Um, I would say, uh, like, best moments in my, in my like, career so far. Yeah. Um, I would say doing my first fashion show at, the, at Bad Olive. Oh my God, um, it was so yeah. sick. It was so iconic. That was, that was, that really filled me with heaps of joy. Like that was one of oh. like the best probably moments. Cause it's like everyone was there and all my friends and my family and everyone saw what I'd been like working so hard for. But yeah, um, that was probably like one of like the all time favorites, but I always have like highlights throughout. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, <laughs> Didn't you, like, just win an award? Oh, wait. Okay, just first of all, Mm. me and May actually didn't follow each other on Instagram. (laughs) And I messaged her on Facebook and then I was like, oh, I'll just go on her Instagram. Didn't follow her. And then I was like, fuck, that's awkward. And then she requested me and I was like, oh, thank God. That's the fucking worst. I actually hate when you don't follow someone. And, like, but you, like, definitely have stereo. Yeah. Yeah, so and so I don't know why I didn't. Anyway. That is so um, fucking funny. But I just saw in your story you've won oh. an award. Is this the Princess Polly? It'll make Polly you uncomfortable. Or Beginning Boutique? Um, Sorry, no, I'm throwing too many this, awards this... in there. <laughs> no. Oh, my God, I'm just such an overachiever. Yeah. <laughs> no. Okay, no. So it was this. It was this seven <laughs> news one. I don't know Wait, who what? nominated me for it. It was no, it's not important. Seriously, I would tell you guys if it was important. I don't know what it was. This like random lady reached out to me and was like harassing me because I don't reply to like any of my emails. It's so bad. Um, (laughs) She was like messaging me on LinkedIn and Messenger and was like, hey, like I have this award for you, but I don't, I don't know if I I didn't get anything. I got like some voucher for something. I don't know, but (laughs) I emailed her back. I was like, like, I don't know what, (laughs) no, it's not, it's, it's to help the business. And I'm like, I don't know what this is. It wasn't okay. If it was important, I would have said it was, Yeah, (laughs) I'm sure it's great, but it's not like something insane. Like still, it's awesome to be like recognized like that. Yeah. That's still so cool. I think that's awesome. Yeah. No. um, Yeah. You've also got that beginning boutique situation. Yeah, what's that? Yeah, so I basically, um, Beginning Boutique ran this uh, competition for small businesses and people had to vote for the small businesses they shortlisted and I was in the top three for that. Yeah. Stop Okay, bitch. Not her being a boss bitch, a queen. Oh, yeah. I caught it. Yeah, so that was that. And then mentoring me, they like they've put me on a good path to where I'm meant to be heading. A lot of um good constructive criticism to be honest that I kinda needed to hear. Um it's hard to hear it, but you kind of gotta hear the good and the bad. Like I can't just you know, have you guys here talking me up, obviously making me feel really good about myself. But <laughs> like in reality it's like I wanna hear as much criticism and stuff as I can so I can like get better. Yeah. Of yeah, course. of course. You're not gonna get better yeah. doing anything else if you're just listening to people like boil you smoke up your ass. But I think it is still yeah. crazy. Like to be in like the yeah, like yeah. the top three recipient of like the like beginning boutique is fucking huge. Like that's so exciting. 
and like being yeah. a part of that is so cool so congratulations on yeah. that i mean that's like insane thank you that's very nice of you <laughs> where do you sort of like see yourself wanting to head in like the next you know like five years with it in five years i want to be more established and have a team like i definitely think by the time i'm 26 or 27 hear me out like when in six years <laughs> in five years time we'll see where we're actually at but <laughs> you're like listen um, back to this you're like oh yeah no oh, like oh, that didn't happen but um I definitely want to have a team like I want to have a warehouse I want to have all those things you know yes. but more importantly I, got, I don't want to just have that I want to like have a space for people like who are in the creative industry to kind of like go to and like learn and stuff like that's actually been I was thinking today like no like even the business side of it whatever that's not what I want to do. The, what I want to do is like make an impact in people's lives. The way that I don't think I got that help when I was a bit younger and like provide opportunities for like people in the creative industry to like do what they need to do to like get a job. So I don't know if that's like having a creative space. I don't know if that's doing something else, but oh, that's yeah, I get what you mean. What like what having a creative space for people to come in like yeah. as an opportunity for them to like try. Yeah. Like, I don't know yet. I'm not sure. Yeah. But I think that I wanted to help people and I do help people currently like with their small businesses and do all that kind of stuff for other people. I mean, you're helping me this morning. (laughs) Oh yeah. With some designs. So like I want to be able to like mentor and like do that so other people can do it too, you know? That's such an awesome goal to have. Mm. I think that's so cool. I think it's even more cool though to think about the fact that you're like already living that though. Like I feel like your brand hysteria has kind of like already done that in a really crazy way. Like you were the first, Hysteria was the first brand that I worked for, like, and did, like, just myself, like, I wasn't assisting for anyone, which is, like, huge, like, you were the first business that I did any work for that wasn't through anyone else, like, you reached out to me, you gave me the platform to do that creativity, and, like, have that aspect of my photography, and that totally, like, changed my trajectory completely when it came to my work, like, so you've already, like, fostered that community, especially, I know so many people who, like, even Claire, remember, like, Claire McGrady, she was literally wanting to start out with photography, you gave her, like, a bunch of jumpers, and she, like, shot them on, you know, a couple of our friends, Mm -hmm. and, like, that became, like, you know, some content that you could use, but that was, like, the jumping point for her, and now she's, like, you know, doing all these crazy things with photography. It's like you're already fostering those relationships within people and, like, you definitely have already done what you want to do, which is so crazy to see where you'll be in five years. Yeah, well, I feel like you're just telling me so much. It's like, you're full of shit, Isaac. Okay, but, like, being dead serious, like, literally, like, all no, of what no. I said is, like, the fucking tea. Like, I literally yeah. wouldn't have... Like, you literally beefed me the fuck yeah. up when we first started. Like, so beefed me up. Yeah, no, I I understand, like, I think that more importantly over, like, the brand and, you know, money and everything like that, it's been what I've wanted to do from the beginning. Um, So it doesn't feel like it's much when I offer advice and, like, help people out. But I know that in their world it does. So I don't know, it makes me feel good. It makes me feel like what I'm doing is, like, good and that's why I want to keep going. Yeah, and I also think it's not, like, in a networking sense, but networking, it is, like a really awesome way to show other creators that you've got their back and like you know you are happy to like work with them and form that kind of relationship that supports them as well 
I think that's such an awesome way to network because they'll reach out to you in the future and stuff like that, you know? Like, you have all these sort of people in your pocket. Yeah, well, like, honestly, it's just making friends. Yeah, (laughs) like and that, like, so fun. Literally, like, like, whenever I go to an event now, I'm like, okay, my friends are here, like, just, like, go out and, like, just talk to people and, like, I don't, like... I obviously care about what they do and whatever, but it's not like the main focus point. Like I want to know who people are and what they do and what their passions are and where where they got like their potential, not about who they are like right now. You know what I mean? Um, And they're also like like like-minded people, you know? And it's probably like another whole circle of like friends that, you know? Yeah. Like not all your mates can be creatives. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Not everyone can be creatives, babe. People. No. <laughs> no, but it's like people are in their own way, like Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I was talking to May before. I was like, Am I like a creative for doing this podcast? Yes, you are definitely. Creative. The way yes, you are, <laughs> like, like do I label myself as that? Yeah, because like even the way you dress, like the way you I don't know, some people just like my brother isn't labelled as creative, right? He's doing a hairdressing apprentice. But like hairdressers are creators. Yeah. Like, they That's are so styling true. You know what I mean? Anyone is yeah. really like I don't know. It's not you not labeled it or not. Yeah, you've got a bit of it somewhere. Yeah, that's actually so true, literally. But mm. I think that it just is like very interesting the way that you've gone about like I guess utilizing people's creativity and like making it mm. like such a I don't know community led thing. Like that's how I view hysteria. It's like a very it's like its own thing. It's a brand, but it's also like a big part of it. It's just that community behind it. So have you? What are the like what are the best couple of relationships you have made along the way? Um eyes definitely. No, because now I'm gonna cut Isaac that. Now I'm gonna cut that cut. I'm gonna cut that shit so fucking because seriously, <laughs> May, you were looking every other direction apart from that fucking web camera. I like literally will throw this computer out the fucking window. It's honestly like a jump scare that face. I Isaac. literally was looking oh, at it like terrifying. Hello. Pick me. Am I here? Me. <laughs> Love me. The relationships I've had in my business, apart from like you, obviously, that. I can't think of anyone who's, like, done... I've, like, done contract work with who is, like, my really, really close friend, I'd say. Yeah. Um, I definitely just, like, have creative friends. I haven't used them as of yet because I am stalling for time at the moment but with, the, like, a collection coming out. Um, but when that does come around, I'll definitely, like, use them. But I've had some, like... I don't know. I've made friends, yes, through the brand, but we're not friends because of the brand. Yeah. It's because, like, I like the person and we, like, we, For sure. we're cool together well, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. How's the new collection looking, Miss May? Yeah. Can you, can you tell us it? a little bit about yeah. it, Joel? Oh, it's only been designed, like, a hundred times. <laughs> but... Fuck. <laughs> honestly, I feel... I feel... I'm just going to say it. Yeah. I feel like a failure. I've said this to people and they're like, oh my God, no, you're not. And I'm like, I don't want to hear that. Yeah, sure. I feel like a failure sometimes because I'm like, there has been such a big gap in this collection since I stopped doing... Well, I'm not... I'm not I haven't stopped doing reflective, but I felt like there's been a long period of time between dropping something. And it's it's rough because i've designed two collections and i've gotten samples and everything and then when i receive it i'm like oh this isn't what i envisioned initially um but it's coming along i've it's come it's coming yeah it's coming love 
That's such a process. I feel a lot of people, though, would be really quick to just quit then and there because it's, like, a difficult thing and you have to keep trying, you know? Yeah, Yeah, and it's not an overnight thing either. It takes a lot of time, a lot of, like, skill and, you know, it's essentially, like, I'm putting out what my vision is and... I am very like critical as well, so it, it definitely like plays as you should be yeah. though. You yeah, know. um, like that's it's your baby. Ex- yeah, it yeah, it's my life. So it's a lot of work, um, a lot of money and a lot of time and effort. So yeah, yeah um, just curating that stuff at the moment and trying to see what I can do with what I have because obviously like China's in lockdown at the moment, so they, there's nothing coming. Yeah, I don't know. What? Like, look, it's weird. It's weird. I know. There's nothing coming to Brisbane. Like, it's just really hard. Um, yeah. So, so, yeah, please be patient, everyone. It's coming. I'm t- I keep saying that. It's coming, but, yeah. <laughs> Don't um, even stress. I feel like a big thing of it is putting, like, pressure on yourself, thinking of what other people are thinking about it. But it's like, this yeah. is your thing. You just got to, like... I think everyone's yeah, just well, excited you know, to see it. Focus on you doing it. Like, Well, I feel like before... The, yeah, I know. Before the brand started, I didn't care because I guess it was just for me. But now I'm like, oh, I'm actually catering to an audience now. I can't just yeah. do whatever mm-hmm. I like. Like, I've got to actually consider what other people are thinking too. Yeah. Which is hard because it's like, how do you know when to draw the line? Mm-hmm. Because am I just appealing to everyone or am I doing what I want to do? So I've got to, like, have a perfect mix of both, I guess. Yeah. That would be, like, a tricky thing to balance. Yeah, but obviously in the future I can do whatever I want to do and whatever my customer needs. But at the moment, just with my limited, like, you know, I'm still at uni, I'm still at home. Like, I'm just trying yeah, to, like, like time get and by. resources. Yeah, I'm just yeah. trying to, like, do what I can. So, yeah. And that's I it, think yeah. it's awesome, though. Like So crazy. Not many people can do that, I think, especially our age. I just feel like it's such a big, daunting thing to even approach and I just find it so impressive that you've done it. Like, I love hearing about all this stuff because yeah. I just have – I have myself thought of a business idea. Yeah. What's but it's this? Just like, What's this business idea? Okay, I'll house? tell everyone, but if any bitch steals my idea – Wait, is it that – like, I'll is it like a toaster you. oven or something? Like, I don't understand. No. Okay, <laughs> it's not. It's a clothing brand. Oh, right. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. No, but it's it's – um. I just think in Brisbane it would be really cool if people could buy awesome customised pieces of cowboy hats. Oh, my God. I literally love that. Parties, 21st. Like, I bedazzle my own cowboy hat. Don't you? And I think it's awesome. Well, I actually, like, looked up trying to buy, like, cowboy hats in bulk and then i couldn't find anything that um just go to a, like a discount camp, like warehouse thing yeah literally i know cowboy but then hats, it's also like easily find them for discount how much money do i like originally spend on it am i actually going to sit in my room and bedazzle <laughs> 50 cowboy hats and then get people to take photos in them it's like i definitely would do that at some point if i you know yeah, you could just treat it as, like, a little creative project. Yeah. Like, five. Yeah. Get five, all right, and just do it in your own time. Don't ever think that you'll have to sell it. Just take photos for fun and, like, make an Instagram for it. Yeah. And done, yeah. bitch. And, 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 and now you've got a multi-million dollar company right behind your bag. And then you... Yeah. <laughs> no, but do you get what I mean? It was, like, I thought about it and I actually, like, went into looking at it and then I just went, oh, no, this seems, like, too daunting, too hard. Like, I don't even know where to begin. So I find it really impressive that you 
actually went through with your idea <laughs> and are still doing it and still working on it and it's growing and I just find yeah well I guess it was more of like a passion and like a real like uh how do I say like it was a real time of my life where when I started I was really going through something and I think I have an emotional attachment to like I, I was emotionally invested in the time I was spending at ma- like making clothes and stuff yeah whereas yours is kind of like oh I have this like you know I have a cool idea I don't know if I want to go through with it because like eh, it might work it might not whereas mine was like no 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 I need to make this work yeah and this is exactly what I'm going to do I'm not half-assing it mm-hmm. I'm going to put in everything I have and then we're going to go ahead with it it wasn't a it wasn't just a like I've I've started other businesses before. It was it wasn't like that. It this was something a bit different. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I definitely see like where that idea, like comes from. I I think of things every day. And I'm like, oh, I could so like do this or do that. Yeah. And, like my life would be easier, honestly. But I mean, it's just not the path I chose. <laughs> the <I guess>. entrepreneurial <laughs> side of you, like I'm sure, would be buzzing at the same. Oh, there's so many ideas that I have. They're ridiculous and they probably would never work, but. It'd be, it's a fun idea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just a fun idea moment. I mean, it's like a fun little yeah. thinking exercise. Have you, are there any like major tips that you would give, I guess, to someone who's listening to you, obviously is like maybe like Hattie a little bit where she's like got an idea and like kind of wants to push it to like that, like, you know, next level. Are there any like, I guess, tips that you would say just like that you wish you would have known prior to going into this entire experience? I think that, um, okay, let me have a little... Have a little moment to think, because I know it is a loaded um, question, but I think it is something that a lot of people would love to hear is just, you know, your idea of like, some I, good things. I haven't, like, made it, you know what I mean, yet. I'm, like, still grinding really hard. Mm, so I feel yeah. like it's, like, it's, like, kind of big of me to, like, kind of be like, okay, so this is what you need to do. Mm. But, like, I She's guess... She's a humble queen. She is no, a humble little but, girly. No, but... What to kind of like <laughs> get out there? I think if you're having like self doubt, it's easy for me to just be like stop the self doubt, but kind of like find that inner voice and be like stop like putting yourself in a category and like saying that you were only meant to be in like one life and this is and you were just meant to you know go to uni get a you know nine to five job and like that's the narrative that you're giving yourself. Like the biggest change that I made was changing changing the story that I was setting. For myself so I was setting this I was doing this thing I was like I'm gonna go to uni I thought I was gonna be a fucking physio like really you were gonna really? be you were studying to be a physio I don't even, yeah I don't like touching people oh my god I, I was, was literally gonna say may you never give me hugs like ever yeah literally I don't know what I, I just think I wanted to help someone and I was like oh like health whatever you know yeah uh, I didn't study it I it's was also a, like the hardest course ever <laughs> yeah, I Jesus. literally me, imagine me do I can barely get my assignments in, let alone doing physio course. Um, <laughs> but, like, I didn't study it, but I was going to go into that. So that what I thought I wanted to do, but just kind of, like, this story that you have of yourself, it's not real. And yeah. you're only telling yourself that. So just, like, literally just be like, nah, I'm just going to do whatever whatever I want to do. Like, yeah. just change it. Mm. And I guess it's like, it's like a comfort zone thing of, like, mm. you're used to that narrative view and changing it would be awesome and you can think of all the kind of crazy directions your life can go in but you're already sort of in a direction and it is comfortable so it's like well 
like the risks outweigh you know the positives sometimes Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I felt like also when I was in that stage of my life there was a lot of empty space around me like I'd kind of just sit and be like wait where is my life actually heading Mm. yeah it's going somewhere but I don't really have any you know uh I don't really have any I didn't know my, I don't know. I didn't know myself. I didn't have anything to, like, I didn't have any interest in any hobbies, but like doing the shit that I wanted to do made me like realize and be around people who were like, oh no, you can do this and this too. And like branch out if that makes any sense mm. at all. Yeah. But it made me like become better. It sounds really sad, but become better friends with myself because like Aww. I was so, I was, I'm actually like interested in what I'm doing and like know that I want to do this because I love it. And like, I like having conversations with, in my mind all the time about, shit that's going on and what I need to do for this and this and it's like I'm on my own journey now and yeah. I, like n- like no one can tell me I can't do something because I know that it's just an external voice you know yeah. so Dude, I think yeah like I think that is one of the best things someone can achieve that sort of relationship with yourself where you're like I'm like my own best friend and I'm like proud of where we're going and what yeah. we're doing and what I've made for myself yeah. from like nothing is exciting me every day. You know, like you're not just like going in like the normal path that's easy. You've made it for yourself and it's like a proud sense of achievement in like, not like I'm like I've made it kind of thing, but it's like, mm. oh my God, I can do this. How awesome mm. am I? Like, let's keep going, bitch. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. What, I, what I was going to say was also, if we were talking about this before, but like drinking and stuff, um, like friends and things and whatever, for like a while I was like drinking every weekend, which clouds your mind with stuff and you don't think about what you want to do. So for a while I was just confused and didn't have that path but if each weekend you kind of assess what you're doing and if it's going to get you somewhere I was kind of assessing my life and I was like I'm really going nowhere and like this is just okay because everyone else around around me is doing it and that's okay but I don't think it's bettering me each weekend so kind of just assessing where you're at and being like am I happy here if you want to do that great that's fine but like it just wasn't what I wanted to do. Yeah. So, yeah. Dude, you are preaching to the choir. You're quite like, literally yeah. preaching to the two Seriously. people in there. Seriously. <laughs> like, I literally found myself thinking that because I was going through such a phase of, well, for years, like, drinking every weekend with my friends and going out and stuff. And mm. I had one really huge, like, weekend mm. of, like, three nights in a row. Mm. And then, you know, like going to work on Monday and just like never really recovering, not having done any life admin, like even your washing or just stuff Mm. like that. And it was like, I just felt so like life was on top of me. Yeah. And I wasn't even, there wasn't even a time where I could stop and be like, what do I want out of my day? Like, I want to be able to do at least like an hour of something for myself that makes me feel whole or gets me excited about something or gives me a sense of self-achievement. And then I slowly like realized alcohol does Mm. cloud your mind and Mm. every time you wake up hungover that's a day wasted on weekends when it's such a precious time to be able to think about stuff for yourself you know literally yeah and it's such a distraction as well because you then get into this like routine of having a shitty week because you're like half hungover your life's a mess like you're just trying to fucking get the day done you Mm. know 
and then you get to the weekend and you want to forget about that week and you want to have fun and you want to socialize because you haven't seen anyone and it's like yeah get into this routine of Mm. drinking and Yeah. yeah I found I haven't like really been drinking for the past few weekends mm. and I already feel so much more like lighter and happier and just a bit more put together. Yeah. Well, I did a, um, I did a, so basically after the round, I, I met this guy, right? Mm. This, <laughs> this light. Okay. This sounds really, this sounds rude. Not a guy, guys. Okay, I'm literally like, going to pee. I thought you were going to bring up like, no. so, don't worry. No. Okay. So met this life coach. Okay. Sounds like I'm on drugs. No, it sounds like you're like Kylie Jenner level wealth. Like I met a life coach. No, I was in my rank hospitality job. <laughs> and one day I was so depressed, like did not know what I was doing. I was there for five years. Like that, I just was like, eh, like this is easy. Um, yeah. And I just like had this instinct. I was like, oh, I'm just going to ask him what he does. And like, this is a joke. I, and then I was like, hey, like, what do you do? Like, what does a life coach do? <laughs> and he kind of, <laughs> and he like looked at me and he was like, oh, like, what do you mean? Like, and then I it was. It is quite a vague job title. And it's quite a it? very yeah. valid question to ask. Like, what yeah, does a life like, coach well, do? Yeah, it's like, well, what do you actually like do? do? Like, do you train specific people in their life? Like, I yeah. don't. And where's the payment like, coming? Like, where's the, like, how do you like train someone yeah, like, and then go, you... oh, by the way, pay me like at the end of the week? Like, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like, how do you even start as a life coach? Like. Hey, Isaac, I'm a life coach. Do you need to be life coach? Like, oh, well, yes. Bitch, I do, okay, I do $50 an hour. <laughs> I do need it. I do need it. Might need you to put me into yeah. contact with him. Literally, no, you shouldn't you should meet him. But um, he... he <laughs> I would recommend that for you, actually. Like, <laughs> I think that he would look at you straight away, Isaac, and be like, get rid of the fucking bullshit. Tell me what's wrong. Like, I'm not even kidding. It would happen. <laughs> Literally, though. and what he's gone. Radio silent. To? Let me, let me, no, let me continue. Okay, so like, <laughs> no, so come on, this life coach. <laughs> what we're doing hysteria and life coaching no, now? No, 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 no. But I'm just like, he's like, he's like, he wants to get down to the real, real business. You know what I mean? Not like the fake. Oh yeah, I'm happy. No, 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 no. What's actually happening? You know shit, what I mean? Cut the cameras. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Because they that's what they have to do, kind of. Anyway, I was like, "What? Who are you? What are you doing?" And he looked at me and he was like, "Well, are you happy?" And I kind of like looked up and I was like, "No, <laughs> definitely Darling. not." Was and this like at the cafe? At my work. are you what? Yeah. Like are you it on was... the clock while you're doing this? Yeah, I was just having a little stroll <laughs> outside. Oh, I mean, to get through your literal shift at a cafe, you have oh, to just, like, they're the worst. talk yeah. to customers as much as you can. It's, like, the only way yeah. to sort of... It, yeah, it's it was it's fun. And honestly, yeah, I, I don't like mind... you make talk, your own fun. Yeah, I yeah. just... Yeah. Um, so, he and I was like, no. And he was like, okay, let's book a meeting. Um, <gasps> what? You, like, still haven't answered my question, but, like, okay. Well, it was like obviously I was like not in a good state, and then yeah. he was like, "Okay, let's let's get coffee Monday." Monday came around, he like asked me the first question. It really stuck with me. He said, "This was like two years ago now." He said, um, "If you were your, if you were twelve years old, and you're living your life and you're watching your life as it goes right now, if you were twelve years old, what would you? Oh no, wait." Yeah, what would you? 
No, if you okay, sorry. If I was the okay, if you were twelve years old, Isaac, this is what I'm saying. Ooh, okay, if you were now we're going back old, on me in the life coach. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> no, if you were trialing on Isaac, if it was if you were twelve and you were like watching your life as it is go by right now, mm-hmm. what would you say to your older self? And I just cried. I just like didn't know this guy. I'm like fucking bawling my eyes out at this random cafe and. I just like I felt really sad because I was like I would say to her you you you're a fucking idiot what are you doing with your life like you're just drinking partying going out every weekend throwing yeah. up blah 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 like doing all that shit and yeah I just um was really upset anyway got to know this life coach and he's become like one of my besties Gideon oh, that's he's become one of my so yeah special yeah he's yeah so, uh, <laughs> I'm honestly he's like the reason just for everything. Anywho, it doesn't really matter. I'm not going to get into it, but basically just the best person ever. He's very, really close to my family. And he did a 12 week program with me. We mm-hmm. tried to go sober once didn't work. I literally three, three days in screwed it up. Yeah. Right, whatever. And, he, and like the rules were, I couldn't tell anyone I was doing it for him. I had to say, I had to go to these social events and be like, I'm not drinking. And everyone's like, um, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Like, are you on, like, are you on crack? Like, what are you doing? Like, this is not you. And I'd just be like, yeah, like, I'm just not drinking. And yeah. people were like, uh, okay, weird. Um, it's and so hard in this it, culture to, like, is. not drink in a social scene because people do say stuff like that and it makes you feel, like, Dumb. weird or, yeah. like, a loser almost. And you're like, oh, like, I can just, like, talk. I, like, yeah. literally... Yeah. Tried to be sober for two weeks and I, it was during 21st, so that was so dumb. And I went to this 21st and people like would literally have such a problem with it. Mm. Yeah. And it's like, so it made me like realize like, oh my God, like we really are just like. So reliant. Yeah. Like it's insane. Mm. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Well, we tried a few times to do it and I couldn't do it. Obviously it was just really hard. It is hard. And then I think before my 21st birthday, it was like 12 weeks before my 21st, I said to him, nah, this is enough. Like I am done like with this. I just reached a point. It was like an all time low. And I was like, I need, I need a change now. And then he said, okay, well let's do it again. We tried again. And I did it 12 weeks. (gasps) No drinking. And now, and like now I couldn't, I drink like sometimes I'll have one or two, but like I was downing like, 20 drinks in one weekend i'd say like just getting so sloshed and it was so draining so draining it is it's mentally draining and you don't even realize it like i find when i have a few couple of consecutive weeks going hard Mm. my mum literally can predict that i'm about to have a full like mental breakdown crash and then sure Mm. enough i do and she's like well dull like let's backtrack and look at the pattern did we look at the signs yeah it's like you quite literally do this like at least you know once or twice a year like yeah. you yeah. actually do it so you should be aware yeah that is very I feel true that's so awesome it's hard and it was really hard for me to do but yeah. it has helped my career like career path it's helped me get on track and like the drinking taking it away like i just now i just like being sober i just like i like myself enough Ugh. to not have to drink in mask whatever can't relate Oh, like, we all know that we're like that. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? And mm. it's like, oh, like the day, because I have been feeling a bit like that mm. recently, but it's like, no, the day that I can go, I'm still not able to go to a social event and not drink. Mm. Like, yeah. that is Neither. probably the biggest hurdle I'd face. Ne- is, yeah. Mm. Yeah, like, getting comfortable with 
being sober mm. in front of drunk people. Yeah. Completely. Um, did it, you ever find, like, it kind of fucked watching your mates all be really drunk and you not being drunk? Like, did you ever notice, like, any realisations? Um, it was always interesting watching because I was like, oh, that's – like, I act like that and yeah. I act worse. Nah, but <laughs> honestly, like, I didn't – to be honest, my friends are really – like, were really understanding of it and they knew they were like – they're good friends. So the yeah. thing is, they're going to be like, yeah, support me through yeah. whatever I need to do. You have shit friends if they're going to sit there and like keep pressuring you and keep going. Cause, and, yeah. then, and then I think you need to really assess who, where you're going and where, who you're moving. Who you're where you're, out with. Yeah, where you're moving towards. Mm-hmm. Like, and sorry, just the fact is if you've got friends there enabling you, they're not good friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. It's just... Hard truth get, time. Get out of there. Completely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, some people are going to be like, oh, my God, have fun. Like, you know, those. But if people no, no, are no, literally. It's like they don't even know kind of why you're doing it or stuff like yeah. that. It's like, okay, well, that's but fine. I think that's fine. a difference no, my... with enabling. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know when someone's yeah. like, where it's like positive. <laughs> I just, sorry. I just knocked it out of no, my head. Yeah, sorry. Um, no, I was just saying, I think there's like very much a difference between like your friends being like, oh, come on, like, it's fun. Like, let's have a good time. And versus like, and then you've told them, obviously, and then they can respect it mm. versus like when you know you feel like oh my god is this going to now change our friendship dynamic like that's when you know you need to Mm. get out and like make new friends if you feel like you can't be honest with your friends about your own personal journey and what you need yeah exactly yeah Yeah, and they they were all just like legends and they were like okay okay let's still and i still party i still go out i don't stop myself i just don't drink when i do it yeah yeah that's fine um i you know there are going to be times in your life where you do have those big nights or whatever but in the stage of my journey like I don't progress in those big nights. So therefore it's not needed for me. Love yeah. that. I love that for yep. you. I love that for you. Cause it's so not me, yes. but like, I love that. That's you. <laughs> See, that's the narrative. Can't you're telling relate. You, you're, that's the narrative you're telling yourself. You've got to change it. But what about if I don't want to change it <laughs> because I'm happy with the narrative that I'm telling myself. Well, well, that's the thing. I feel like if it works for you, yeah, it exactly. does like, until you like see a problem with it or it like you have a really bad hangover or something and it's like i can't but i will say anymore. though like especially being here I th- i've said it on like the past podcast so it's like kind of like repeating myself but i will say that being here i mean definitely at home it was a lot different like i felt like i definitely fell into that you know working to get to the weekends and then working to get to the weekend and doing the same shitty behavior but mm. being here i definitely have really loved having my nights out because it just helps me mm. socialize and it helps me meet yeah. new people and I also oh, found, yeah. I found that my nights out here haven't consisted of me wanting to get blackout or even getting blackout no. it's more so just the fact that you know have a couple of drinks and meet cool people and it's like if I'm going to be honest like I'm in fucking New York of course that's what people like they're going at you know clubs and meeting people but I found here that it's my relationship with alcohol has completely changed where it's like even tonight like I went to you know the Halsey like I said before and it was for work and I had I was with Hattie on FaceTime and I had like one drink and I went in and it just because it just like I don't know loosened me up a little bit I wanted a drink it was an afternoon um and I had like a great time Mm. came home you don't need I don't think that I think we all have this like negative connotation behind having a drink like or like i think if it's like becoming mm. a binge situation then obviously it's like completely different yeah. but i think there's a difference between yeah. like you know having a drink and like you know like whatever it's like a social thing but like not taking it to the nth degree yeah well i think that like a lot of people do come to me and they're like oh you know how do you change this how do you do that? and i'm like well look at what you're doing on the weekends that money and all the 
that time that you're spending, let's put that and move it into something else. That's where I think it's love like the that. issue, you no, know, as well. That. Yeah. So yeah, that would also be a thing. It's just see what you're spending it on and and where, see if you're like happy. Going. If you're like happy at the end of the like that was the main thing for me. Like at the end of a week, and I would look back and be like, that just so wasn't worth it. Like I was, I'm so mm. hungover. I'm yeah. so like feel sick. But now I guess because like my relationship with drinking has changed i don't have best friends like the re- the nature here isn't to get fucked up the nature mm. here is like to stay up until two and talk about things and like you know yeah. be creative and yeah. like meet new people and be be almost sober really because you want to be like intellectually yeah. you know within a conversation but exactly. at home at home it's so much like you feel the need to get to that level of being like paralyzed because it's funny or like because that's the only way you can socialize but here for sure my relationship with alcohol has just completely completely changed like i don't need to get drunk anymore it's like really crazy no i also think there's like a happy medium of like being able to socialize and actually enjoy your drink and not Mm -hmm. drink to get smashed because it's funny because you always think it's funny up until you're like hold on, I'm actually just, like, doing this to distract myself from things that I haven't addressed for so long and now I can see it's coming up ugly ways. Like, Mm. it is – I think what you're doing is, like, just enjoying where you're at and, Mm. like, enjoying the Mm. drink you have but more so the people in front of you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like a social thing. It's like you go to get food, like, you go to eat food, you go to, like, you know, grab a drink. It's like that social thing. Which is really, like, yeah. I don't know. I think that it's definitely something that, like, back home, though, is such a big thing. And I can so relate to you, mate, because, like, it was the worst. Like, it's... And it's so mm. fucking easy to fall into because everyone around mm. you is doing it. Like, you're getting... You're literally oh, yeah. being asked to do it. Like, people will oh, literally yeah. push you to do it. So it's so difficult oh, to say no. Yeah. But I think that's, like, yeah. a really good thing for you to have done. Like, that 12-week, I might need to try that shit out. <laughs> it, it was it was pretty it was pretty hard but honestly you'll love yourself for it later like seriously the yeah. yeah it's not it's not worth all the nights you cry and you know all this uh, the other external things that come from drinking and being depressed like just there's so much and mm. it's not worth you, it's not worth it. it it just isn't so yeah I think that it's like cutting it out is and yeah it's hard in Brisbane that's what people do and I just, I can't, like, that's just not, it's not me, it's anymore, like, mm. that's just that, you know, okay. but it's, like, good that you're, I think it's, it's so much better that you're over there and doing your own thing and just vibing, really. I'm totes living, like, totes living yeah. my best <laughs> life, so, like, I don't want <laughs> shake your head, mate. I'm totes living. <laughs> I'm totally <laughs> living right now, though, for real. So oh, it's my like, gosh. But I, like, yeah, I guess we could, like, I want to ask one more question about the yeah. hysteria stuff. Because I mm. feel like this is, like, kind of, like, an interesting question. Um, mm. And I know, like, the answer. But, no, I don't know the answer, but, like, I can tell that you're going to have a good answer to this. Um, how do you deal with, uh, I guess, like, not imposter syndrome, but I think with Brisbane, there's definitely... It's, like, it's not a small town, but everyone knows everyone like in our friendship group or like at least has heard of someone and I think there is that little bit of I've heard a lot of people who are creators or want to get into the creative space being like I want to do this but I'm scared of being judged or like I'm scared of like you know it being sent to group chats and like it being like this you know talked about topic and like you know how do you 
how do you, I guess, find the confidence within yourself to just sort of block that shit out? I know it's not easy, but like, what would be your best tips for someone who wants to do that? Because I think that's such a big thing when it comes to people in our city. Okay. What I have to say to this is if you were going to die tomorrow, okay. (laughs) Not the existential. (laughs) If you were going to die tomorrow, would you be satisfied knowing that you lived for others? <gasps> okay. I love that so much. I actually Did, love that too. And it's and also like, that's the thing at the end of the day, who the fuck cares if you get sent to a group chat? Like, oh. that's not even about me, doll. Oh, do you know the amount of times I've probably been sent to a group chat? Oh, I've been sent to so life. many. I would have, we all would oh, have my... been, we all would have been ruined yeah. in the group chats. 100%. But it's also like, that has no impact on me. And you know, those little bitches, <laughs> when they see you in real life, they're going to be friendly with you and everything yeah. so it's like you know what i'm actually doing something and if you're like scared and gonna just judge other people mm. like yeah not my problem not my business i think it's just so easy to like point fingers and be like this person's a loser or this person's embarrassing and what are they doing but at the end of the day you would never say that to someone's face and mm. you would never go up to them if you genuinely cared about that person you would go up to them and say hey this was a bit weird and like even then would you actually Go and do, do it. Do it. So these people who are behind their screens and talking or whatever, they probably wouldn't say it to my face, and that means that they're not really a good friend and don't value me. So I don't care. Yeah. Love That's it. The thing. I don't. But see, you and so weren't like that at the start. You so I remember talking to you, and that was a big concern for you. So it's so so amazing to see you like grow like that. Oh. Yeah, and it's normal to, like, always... I always still feel like every day I'm like, oh, like, if I do this, like, will, you know, I be... You know, is this is this ugly or is this weird or is this... I don't know, you know. And honestly, you're your own worst enemy when you're going mm. through that in your mind because you're stopping yourself from doing so many amazing things because you're scared of what other people are going to do when they wouldn't probably care. They, yeah. don't, they don't care. Yeah, like no one is as criticising on you as you are on yourself. Really. Exactly. And like, you know, if you were to die, that's just really grim, but you wouldn't have experienced and done anything that you wanted to do yeah. then. And, that's, and that, honestly, if I got to that state, like the end of my life and I looked back and it was I was only doing things for other people, I would have lived an extremely sad life. Yeah, that, and that's devastating. It's, it's, yeah. It gives me the ick. I'm like, ooh, disgusting. Yeah, like, that, could that, never. That, that is disgusting. Yeah, like, that's terrifying. So gross. So I think, like, just honestly, it's a journey and I'm still, I'm still going through it. But yeah. it's just kind of, I literally stop myself sometimes. I'm like, oh, I don't care. I don't, I don't, I don't yeah. care anymore. I'm really done. Though these, some, yeah, I just, the intrusive thoughts. Sometimes it's just an action and just being like, nah, no more. I, don't, I can't. Mm. And even knowing yeah. it's an intrusive thought, you're like, yeah, okay. Not putting thought yeah, it, it's selecting. out of my head now. Like, let's not feed it, you know? Yeah. Mm. And, yeah, I think that as, lo- as, as long as you tried something and you didn't stop yourself because you were scared of what someone else was going to think, like at, like, at least you tried. Yeah. At least you're figuring yourself out and you can go on to the next stage mm. of your life, you know? And you're just evolving constantly, so... Absolutely. Yeah. I even feel like that with this Isaac, like Mm. sometimes I'm like, oh, you know, I hope people aren't like sending it to group chats and being like, what the fuck? Like, this is Mm. so cringe or whatever. Mm. Then it's like, do I care? Like the people saying that I know are living a mainstream life, going through uni, Mm. getting an office job. And it's like, they they will, they will realize in years to come 
you know, their path and they will become more accepting then. And I've accepted that those people are on their own path. And if that's, exactly. if that's the stage of their life that they're in, then that's okay. You know, it's I was like ju- different wavelengths of yeah. where you're at. And like, I'm judgmental too. <laughs> like <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm not the most, I'm not an angel all the time. Like I definitely have my moments, but it's just being like super understanding of other people and mm. where they're at. And if that's their stage of life, that's okay. Like, that's all right. It's so good to get to that mindset and be like, no, you know what? Like, it's not really about me. Like, if they're saying something about me, it's more to do with, like, them and where they're at. And, like, that's not my problem. I'm where I'm at. Like, and it's such a really nice sort of freeing way to think about anything. So you're not, like, you know, also killing yourself with thoughts about it. Also, I... 100% 100% can guarantee whatever other people have thought, I have definitely thought about yeah. myself. Like, I'm just like, I've already heard it before. I've already <laughs> yeah. had, I have already, like, I've I already had the at-home therapy session with myself. Ooh. I've told myself this 20 <laughs> times. Like, I don't, I don't want to marry That's so funny. Ex- yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, I'm always one step ahead, essentially. Exactly. <laughs> and whatever you can come up with me. Exactly. So just live your life. Like, that's literally it. I love I that. Yeah. Um, I was going to say something else, but I've forgotten now. It was about you. No, it's okay. About, to tell. About me? <laughs> no, about no, me. Isaac. <laughs> no, oh, no, Isaac for once in your goddamn life. <laughs> no, also, uh, no, just to, I think, to assume also people are talking about me is kind of weird. But I guess I know that I am, like, doing something a bit different. But I, yeah, wake up every day with hateful thoughts holy shit that's my whole like life really but like I just persevere through it and I'm like why do I have I sit with it and I'm like why do I have this why do I care like why why am I so harsh and critical of myself like Mm. it doesn't matter what other people are doing that's yeah I don't know everyone's doing their own thing as well yeah yeah I completely Um, agree I think that's so I think the main takeaway is just the fact that like Number one, you are not what other people think of you at all. Like, you are not what, like, their perception of you is their perception. And you've got to, like, have a bit of a disconnect from other people's perceptions if Mm. you're going to get anywhere in life. But I also think the main, the main, main thing is, like, I actually think we would care less about what other people thought about us if we just realised at the end of the day people don't like people don't think about you like like they might for a second you might be the topic of conversation for five seconds or it might be like a ha ha like little saying, bit of a laugh you're like telling me as if it's already happened i'm like are you talking shit about me <laughs> no, I'm, no but literally no, like I you're said. out of their head you're in like, five seconds you're, you're like maybe you know? it's okay if people talk shit about you i'm like oh i don't know if this is even a thing I'm also like, just you thinking, have been sent to our group chat i'm also just thinking like what i've told myself and what i've like definitely thought of is like like you I feel like we all think that we're because we are the center of our own universes like we are all the people where the like the reason we get up is for us like we do things for ourselves like we are the person like ourselves are the people that we like think about the most and when you think about that you've got to always think about I just always think about the fact that if I'm anxious about how like someone else is perceiving me like the fact that I'm even having that thought is so stupid because I'm sure they're worried about how I've perceived them or how someone else has perceived them. Like, yeah. it's not... Oh, yeah. It's like when you wake up hungover and you're like, oh, my God, does that person remember? It's like, when you think about that, it's no. like... Because, babe, if you're thinking that, they're definitely thinking that about what they've done as well, so it's fine. Like, Absolutely. Everyone's more worried about themselves than they are you. So just do what yeah, makes 100%. you happy, bitch. 
Yeah, exactly. But there's also like a thing like if I'm looking for criticism, I'll ask. I'll be straight up. Mm. I'll be like, you know, and that's yeah. all, that's all I care about. If someone's just honest when they tell me, and like, there's no right, there's no happy or sad feelings when I ask for harsh criticism because I'm like, I asked you, and that's really valuable that you're telling me this mm-hmm. to better myself. Whereas, yeah, I just people who like you know wouldn't speak up. I guess that's that's just like says more about them than it does me. You know, like Completely. it's okay. Uh, but loving that yeah but all the time i like release i'll do something weird or i'll release something or put something on my i don't know put something on the hysteria story and be like that's really weird like that's really like ugly or gross but like not everyone's gonna love what you do that's fine that's okay not everyone's gonna be in in line with you Mm -hmm. so Whatever. Love that. Yeah. I love that. I think that's the end of our potty, guys. I'm like, so. I'm so so happy that you came on, May. Thank you so much for giving us your time. And we'll definitely have to have you you on in a little bit when that new collection comes out. We have to have a little bit of an uppy update. Give me five years. Bit of a little update, doll. Um, but May, do you wanna if. Do you want to give yourself a little pluggy, McPlug Town? What is what? What are the apps? What are the things that people need to follow? Um, so Hysteria Studios, H Y S T E R I A S T U D I O S on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, whatever you want. Whatever you <laughs> want, baby. Everyone, a... check it out if you haven't. I'm sure you've already heard about it or seen it around town, but like if you haven't, mm. definitely check it out because even. It's just like awesome. So much fun. Mm. I follow your TikTok and I fucking love it. I love your little voiceovers and like talking through things. I'm like, yes, bitch. Yeah. So much fun. Yeah, it's fun. It'll start back up again. There'll be like a new me on there soon because it's my old (laughs) stuff. Yeah. Exciting. Mm. That's so exciting. Oh my God. Amazing. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to yet another episode of The Offloaders. We love you guys so, so much. So, so much, darlings. So, so much, my little darlings. And next week, we will be talking... Well, oh, God, we've got to figure out what the fuck we're doing next week. Stay tuned, Like bitches. every week, doll. Like every other fucking week. <laughs> There's no plan. There's, There's no plan <laughs> to this whole pl- entire thing. There will be a plan five <laughs> minutes prior to recording. <laughs> Absolutely. Like we always like do, Like we sweets. always do, babes. Okay, well, thank you guys so much and thank you, May, again. And we'll see you guys next time.